Welcome to Eat This Scroll, University Fellowship Church podcast. My name is Chris Moore, and we get together about twice a week to chew on God's Word. And what we've been really uh, captured by meditating on through our prayer time, through our studies, and, uh, you know, rumors we hear, internet forum. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> this is all, we do our best to root everything on here in in the Word of God, and hopefully for your edification and encouragement, and a few laughs along the way. Exactly. So, Jamie Harms, welcome. Thank you, Chris. So happy to have you here. It's always <laughs> it's good a pleasure. good to be here. And Jamie, you are the Director of Women's Ministry. That I am. So you are in charge of all the women's prayer and the mom's group and the Bible studies that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got a great team that works and supports all those things. Indeed. So what are, um, what are you chewing on these days? Um, well, first off, it's summer, yes. <laughs> which I love summer. And so we just kicked off some things for the ladies today. And really, mostly being prayer. We're doing, praying through scriptures, praying time together, really bonds us as we walk through um, this life together, walking towards Jesus. And so that's going to be kind of our focus for the summer is praying with one another and getting to know one another. And so that's kind of the women's ministry side of things. And in summer, and we'll jump back into Bible study in the fall, but the summer we're focusing on prayer. And I love summer because summer is kind of a a reset Mm -hmm. in many ways. And so I have a couple of things that I do pretty much every summer is kind of my reset. So I figured I'd talk about those. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. So what what are we looking at? So there's, as I mentioned, there's two things. And the first thing is actually a read through of all the Psalms. Okay. And I do, we have done for many years, we call it Summer in the Psalms or Summer in the Psalms. (laughs) (laughs) Summer in the Psalms. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) And it's really easy to read through all 150 chapters in a month. And so the way I like to do it is I'll read chapter one and then 31, 61, 91, 121. And gotcha. then the second day I read to 32, 62, 92, 122. And it, so it pulls from different areas of the Psalms and you kind of get a broad brushstroke of some of the different things that are in there. And in doing so, it really helps refocus on the character of God. Mm. And I love what Lou said this last Sunday when he was talking about prayer, how prayer kind of forms our beliefs, which determines our actions. Mm-hmm. And so this is that reset of going through the Psalms, which are prayers, that we can use those words as prayers, but also to just be reminded of all of the different aspects of God's character and spend some time praising Him for them. What do you see as the status of prayer in the everyday Christian's life? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I have my own life as an example, and it's. I think there's patterns that we do establish, like praying before meals. Mm-hmm. Um, that are, I think, very good and that we should continue. It's, I think it also is very intimidating to just sit down and say, I'm going to sit and pray for half an hour. Mm-hmm. And we think we have to have the right words or we have to be in the right setting or we can't be interrupted and what that looks like. And so sometimes it's hard to break into prayer by ourselves. And there's a, a group of women who from, from UFC who I've prayed with every morning or every Thursday morning for... Oh, probably 12 years now. Wow. And I have to say that praying with them and the discipline of getting up early and being with them has taught me so much about prayer and has given me words to say about prayer Mm -hmm. um, in my own prayer life that I never would have had had I not prayed with people. Wow. 
And so, you know, I think we feel like we, if we muster up enough courage or the right words, then we can totally do it on our own. But I would really encourage people to pray with others. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's where we get to learn and then celebrate the, the answered prayer and walk through each other and struggle with prayer, with the things that go on and the hardships too. And then use that as a reminder of, well, we can still trust God in his character, even though this is a hard circumstance. He is still with us, even though we're in a hard circumstance. So you get to do both, and you get to weep and praise and be full of joy with others as we learn the language of prayer that we talk to God. Yeah. So how have you felt like reading through the Psalms this summer has helped form those prayers? Mm-hmm. I've just started my summer in the Psalms. Okay. Um, but what I've found is that—so so for example, I have a journaling Bible, so I've got a big column on one side— and so the last couple of years as I've gone through and read the Psalms, every time I hit something that it describes part of the character of God, I write it in the side, um, in that column. And so if I look through, if you look through my Bible in the Psalms, there's just lists and lists of all these different characteristics of God, that he's our deliverer, that he's our salvation, that he is loving kind, or his loving kindness, that he is our hope, et cetera, et cetera. It keeps going on. And so yeah. that those Psalms really bring me back to a right idea right perspective of who God is. Mm-hmm. And it's only then that I have a right perspective of myself. Yeah. And so I, th- I think we need that constant reminder of who God is that determines our beliefs and our actions then out of those beliefs. Yeah. And we, we just finished, you know, in the last couple of months talking mm-hmm. about the uh, feasts and festivals exactly. and those traditions as a means of reminding us mm-hmm. of who God is and what he's done. Yes. So my my summer in the Psalms is is not a biblical feast, but it is a rhythm that I've established in the course of my year to bring me back to a place of remembrance Mm -hmm. and just that I need (laughs) and I love. (laughs) Yeah. What have been some ways that you have been able to see correction in your own prayer life through Psalms or through observing a character Mm -hmm. quality of, of who God is? I think one of the biggest areas is it brings it, it, sh- it sheds light on the darkness in my own heart. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when we come to a point where we can recognize the sin in our lives and confess it, that is when healing happens. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it just sits there and grows. And so knowing who God is and that he is just and that he is holy and that he is righteous sheds light then on my own heart and brings me to that place of confession um, or any other particular... Um, characteristics of God. It, it shows me those different different aspects and, yeah. and, and allows me to kind of evaluate, well, am I reflection of God's character, an accurate reflection of God's character? Mm-hmm. Am I walking in the light? Is he in the light from First John? Yeah. You know? And so um, it, it's, it's just a habit or a discipline or a practice that I need in my own life regularly. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I find that being such a valuable tool for myself, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. in my prayer life, because listening to somebody pray is an excellent means of identifying their theology or their, Mm -hmm. their thoughts or beliefs about who God is. And, um, you know, so I find that if I'm listening to myself pray or where my thoughts are and where my worries are and those kinds of things Mm -hmm. that I can go, Oh no, (laughs) (laughs) I am not trusting the faithfulness of God. Exactly. My my thoughts, my patterns reflect something like that. So Mm -hmm. indeed. Very much so. So, Pesummer through the Psalms. Yes, the Pesummer and the Psalms. And what is the other thing? You had two. Yes. The second thing, partially because I'm home with my kids, so I'm home a lot more, is I keep 
an open journal on my countertop. Mm-hmm. And I start just a, a list of all the things that I'm thankful for. I feel like thankfulness is one of those ways that we yield to to God and his His will for our own life. It's, it's Thanksgiving is an act of submission where we're accepting what God has given us. And so just to be aware of all of the things that God has given us that I can write down. So every time I walk by, I can write something down. I can, I'm thinking about it. I'm more aware of it. So my heart in the Psalms ends up focusing me on God's character and then the thankful list really on what he has done and gives me voice to praise him for it. <clears throat> yeah. And how has that been uh, kind of a bulwark or a defense against, mm-hmm. you know, uh, hopelessness or sadness or yes. fear or worry or anxiety, those kinds of things? I think it's really easy to get narrowly focused on the things that are going wrong in mm-hmm. our our own lives and in the world around us. And we can get really bogged down with that. And so we need kind of a shift in perspective that, yes, all of that is there and we can acknowledge those hard things. But at the same time, we also have things to be thankful for. And we are not deserving. We, we tend to think we like, well, I deserve mm-hmm. <laughs> this. But we everything that is given to us is a gift. I mean, every good and perfect gift comes from the Father above. Mm-hmm. And so... That allows us to even notice things like the butterfly that lands on our window and how amazing butterflies are yeah. and colorful or the light that is on your dish soap bubbles and all the different colors and the fact that you have dishes to do because you have food. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many different things that we can stop and pause and think for, even you know the fact that we have God's word that we can know him. Yeah. Um, or the fact that we can confess our sins and he is faithful to forgive us. Or the, a friend stopped by and we got to spend some unexpected time with a friend. It can be anything, but then you start seeing throughout your day, oh my, there is a lot that I would have totally overlooked and forgot to thank him for. And I now ha- can give him praise for and see how he is working in a different way in, in my life instead of just being so self-focused on those things that are hard. Yeah. And it's so easy to do. I mean, we we are conditioned by the world around us and mm-hmm. sin in our lives and everything to to really take our eyes off the Lord. I, I'm reminded, and I know we've talked about this in episodes past, but mm-hmm. it seems like part of the fruit of this cultivation to use, keep the agricultural. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Chris. Uh, yeah, I'm consistent, um, <laughs> is that it it's forward-looking too, and it produces hope. And I, mm-hmm. I'm reminded of the idea, not idea, but the scripture says, you know, hope deferred makes, makes the heart sick. sick. Mm-hmm. And when our eyes are here right in front of us, you know, we've got this thing that's plaguing us. It drains us of all of that hope. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that to be evident in your experience going through these? Most definitely. I mean, hope deferred does make a heart sick. It's it's amazing how um, it does so. And, and the power of hope when we do have hope. Um, and so one of the illustrations that I used with my ladies with hope is actually the rat project. Are you familiar with that? I, I might be. It it was done a long time ago and Mm -hmm. it's kind of cruel. Yes. Um, but they would put a rat in a tub of water essentially, and it would take a couple of minutes and it would drown. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, but if they were to put a rat in water and then as it started to drown, pick it up and pull it out and then stick it back in, it could last for 24 hours Yeah, because it had the hope of rescue. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like with my, my thankful list that allows me to look backwards and remember God is faithful. I was rescued. He's coming. I can Mm -hmm. hang on for those 24 hours instead of those three minutes. Yeah. 
And so I, I think as Christians, we're looking back, remembering God's faithfulness, then we can look forward and hold on to the hope that is the anchor of our soul. <laughs> yeah. And one thing I think it illustrates is always worth reflecting on it, but in my professional opinion, <laughs> as a man with a microphone, uh, is the fragility of the human heart mm-hmm. and how essential it is for us to l- even live, um, you know, literally live sometimes, mm-hmm. you, you know, hopelessness can produce all, hor- all kinds of horrible things, um, is just the necessity of God and his character and his promises mm-hmm. and the way that he's engaged and interact with our mm-hmm. lives in ways that we can see. Well, and even looking through the Psalms, we see the psalmist just writhing in agony, trying to hold on to the hope. And mm-hmm. so the fact that we have a hope that we hold on to doesn't mean that we're happy all the time. Right. But it gives us that perspective, long-term perspective of what is to come when we're um, overwhelmed with what is today. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah. Well, I can firmly and authoritatively <laughs> suggest everyone get a little journal and keep a thankfulness. Yeah, keep a list. thankful list. Read a few psalms. Yeah. And just like I mean, Lou challenged us last week to look through Psalms twenty three and pray some of those aspects mm-hmm. of God's character that really lets it sink into our heart and and so that we believe it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Keeps the heart well. Indeed. And full and happy. <laughs> <laughs> And makes you resilient against the hardship that this life (laughs) seems to be unrelenting sometimes about. So, Jamie, thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this is encouraging. (laughs) Hopefully you guys at home have all been encouraged and uh, we'll we'll put some of this stuff into practice. Sounds good. It be really beneficial. All right. (laughs) We will get you guys next time. Thanks, Jamie. Well, thanks for listening. Thank you to our guests for coming and sharing what they've been chewing on in God's Word. We produce these podcasts and release them twice a week, so please subscribe so you don't miss out on one. And don't forget, love God, love your neighbor, and make disciples.